Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. Earlier this year on an episode of HDPR Live, I had the chance to interview Vince Barbary, Senior Director of Engineering at IPD, and we talked about the advantages of aftermarket engineering. And I'm going to make sure that there's a link in the show notes so that people can go back and watch that episode. We're welcoming Vince back to the show today, but we're also going to have Bill Mirth, a returning guest. Bill was episode 10, and we're so happy to have both Vince and Bill here with us today. Gentlemen, welcome very much to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Awesome. Jamie, it's great to be back on. Thank you, Jamie. So today, I'd like to kind of continue our conversation that uh, we started with Vince, really talking about aftermarket engineering. But we're going to use an opportunity to talk about one of the products that IPD has developed as a real-world example of the benefits of it. So Vince, let's recap our conversation about aftermarket engineering. What advantages does an aftermarket engineering team have, let's say, over a original equipment manufacturer? Yeah, so we talked about that in uh, in length in our, our last podcast. But you know, the short version is that when you're designing a piece for an engine for a new engine that's going down an assembly line, you have certain constraints, certain requirements. You know, you're ordering you know ten thousand parts. You're going to design it because you know it's going to be assembled in a certain way, fit in a certain way, and go together with brand new parts. Once that engine has been torn down a few times and you got a guy out in the field somewhere replacing a piston or a con rod, it's a very different situation. The the guys rebuilding the engine are going to have different tools. They're going to have different information. The blocks have been properly seasoned. You're decking the, the heads and the blocks. And the end result is a replacement part has a different need than a new part. Now, now, if you're an OE, for the most part, the parts that you put in your brand new engines, you're also just going to sell as an aftermarket part. You're just going to sell it to the replacement part community. But those parts, there's times when you know the exact same part could work, but there's other times when you need a different part to fit into that engine that's seen a million miles on the road or um, you know 20,000 hours of, of operation in an industrial setting. You know, companies like IPD, we spend our days, our nights, and our weekends trying to figure out how to better serve that replacement part need. That makes a lot of sense. Bill, I was looking at one of your new products. So you've got this new DD15 engine kit. And in the marketing for it, I saw this one sentence. It said, IPD now offers what you need for your DD15 engine rebuild kit, which indicates to me that maybe historically there were some things missing from the OEM suppliers. And as your team has looked at those problems, you've come up with a better solution. Can you tell us a little bit about this DD15 kit? What problem were you solving and why did you bring it to market now? 
Yeah, nothing's really missing overall from the OE. Of course, you can get everything that that you need, but with us, you can get it all in one convenient kit. So we we make it very convenient. And what we've done with DD15 in a traditional in-frame kit, you've got liners, pistons, rings, conrod bearings, main bearings, gaskets, thrust washers, et cetera, everything you need to do uh, the engine work. And then we've expanded it to add more items that are necessary for a DD-15. For instance, we've added head bolts, main cap in, and conrod bolts. We've added piston cooling nozzles, exhaust manifold gaskets, and so forth. So now with one kit dropped next to the engine, you've got basically everything you need to overhaul or in-frame that kit. It's very much convenience because the last thing you want is to think, oh my gosh, I forgot to order main cap bolts, right? And that just delays things and delay is money and time and labor and so forth. So we try to give as much as you need inside of that kit as possible to make it as convenient. Then you don't forget anything. Yeah. And I kind of want to throw that out. Maybe we'll talk to you both about this, but Vince, like from your perspective and Bill, when you've been talking to customers, what's the economic impact of not having the parts that you need? Vince, I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, it's never good when you're in the middle of a project and uh, you don't have a tool or a part that you need. And, you know, look, it's not just the heavy duty truck industry. It's it's anywhere. Right? You know, if, if you're in the middle of a remodel in your house and all of a sudden you find, hey, I don't have the tile for my shower, all the other work can stop. So it's the same thing when you're a mechanic working on an engine. If you're right in the middle of putting that oil pan on and you realize, oh, I don't have the thrust washer. I, you know, I, I missed it in the parts. Now you got to stop what you're doing. You got to call your customer up, you know, and tell them, hey, it's going to be delayed a day, two days. They got to air freight a part from another part of the country, or, you know, I got to go scramble to find this part. And the worst thing that can happen to some of our customers, you know, people who are using aftermarket replacement parts, well, partly because they know they're better, right? We've discussed this, right? You know, they're designed properly, but also because look, they're savings, okay? They're priced competitively in the marketplace. There's times when when rebuilders, they're in the middle of a build and all of a sudden they realize, oh, I don't have this part. And they have to run out to a local Caterpillar dealer or Cummins dealer or Detroit dealer. Now they have to pay retail OEM parts counter prices for a part that they then have to eat because they've already quoted this job. They've told the guy this much rebuild your engine um, and they've quoted with aftermarket parts and now they have to go buy an OE part. And look, you know, uh, profit margins are slim. No one, no one wants to lose money on a job, but um, sometimes you do what you have to do. And the last thing you want to do is open that box and get into a rebuild and all of a sudden find, oh, I'm not ready or I don't have all the parts. And now that area of my shop is now dedicated for this engine. It's not making me money. The mechanic was working on it. He's driving somewhere to get a part. He's not making money. And, you know, look, time is money. You know, it's funny, that's from the shop perspective, but from the customer perspective, the products that we in the heavy duty industry provide are for equipment that drives revenue. You know, it's not my wife's minivan that I can go a week without. It's an inconvenience. But in the heavy duty realm, this equipment produces revenue. And so when it's down, it needs to be down for a short amount of time. And a lot of what we do at IPD is to make sure you have everything right the first time and all the components you need. Because just as Vince said, if you don't have that, it really adds not only extra time and cost for the rebuilder, but a lot of time and cost for the person that's got the equipment sitting on the shelf. I'll never forget early in this business, I was down in McPherson, Kansas, in the middle of Kansas. And I was talking to a customer standing at the counter and this young couple walks in with a young baby 
and they had asked if their shipment had come in for a part that they need to fix their truck so they can get back on the road. They were going across country. And that shipment happened to not have shown up. There was a mistake by the manufacturer. And I watched them walk back across the parking lot to a cheap hotel and have to spend a whole nother day. And that to me was a real life example of we have to get this stuff right the first time. Because if not, there are people's lives or it could be people stranded. There could be people that can't finish a job and it just is a domino effect. So the goal is to get it right, get you the parts you need, the right quality, everything perfect. And let's get the job done. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. And today we've been talking with Vince and Bill from IPD. We're talking about aftermarket engineering. We're talking about the necessity of minimizing downtime. Bill, how do you gain the market information necessary to guide the engineering department in making decisions, creating solutions, like you did when you put the DD15 kit all together so that people would be able to get all the parts in one place? Yes. Well, it starts with the customer base. You know, the customer base will start asking, hey, you know what? We're starting to see this particular engine in the case of the DD15. We'll use as an example. It's, you know, I'm starting to see these DD15s and I'm having to go to the OE to buy the product. So we start to pick that up around the country or even around the world because we're a global company. As a normal rule, and going back 20 years, it used to be about 15 years before the aftermarket was ready uh, an, an engine had to be out in the market for about 15 years before it was ready for the aftermarket. Now it's about seven to 10 years. And sure enough, with the DD15, uh, which came out in 2010, we came out in 2019. So it was about nine years. And we started hearing about it about eight years in that now was the right time. And then once we, we do that, you know, we, we go to our customer base. You know, what are you seeing? What do you need? What do you want in a kit? And then we start to pull that information and start to basically say, hey, as a company, it's time that we look into this engine. And that's really where Vince takes over. Um, and then there's that quiet period where they're doing all their scientist stuff. And then lo and behold, Vince produces something good. So Vince. Give us a kind of a high-level overview of that process, a little behind the scenes. What is it like from the beginning of that, where it's an idea, to then bring it to an actual product and be able to give it back over to sales and say, okay, now you've got something new to go sell? Right. Well, first, I want to say that that was a good answer from Bill. I always thought he just made it up. I always assumed he's like, hey, you guys should develop this. I'm like, ah, Bill is, you know, he's been drinking during the day again, and now he's asking us to develop the DD13 or something. Oh, okay. Here we got to, we got to switch our camera view. Okay. Bill, show us again. <laughs> yeah. So for the podcast listeners, Bill's got a big blue cup here and it's got coffee in it. Don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, Hey, we could be recording this at, you know, 10 PM at night. It's okay. From a product development perspective, we start with, I'll say the OEM specs, uh, the OE parts, and then our secret sauce is what our rebuilders know and what we know about the engine. Okay. So Original equipment manufacturers always publish specifications on engines, okay? It's going to be in there, you know, the rebuild guides. It's going to be in reusability guides. It's going to be specifications on everything from piston diameters to liner seal fitment to uh, reusability con rods. It, all the stuff that's needed for their dealers to, to rebuild it and then for other people to rebuild the engines, they have published specifications on it, okay? So it's common knowledge what the, you know, the, the size of certain parts are for them to be reused, right? So that's a specification that we can lock on to say, okay, I, I can use that specification in my part. The next is the actual parts. Now, now if you bought one exhaust valve for, for a DD15 engine and looked at it, you, you have a certain dimensions from it. 
Now, did you get a big part or a small part in across the tolerance range? Okay. And I'm talking about, you know, thousands of inches, but still across that tolerance range, you don't know. So you have to go and you have to buy 50 exhaust valves. Okay. Because you want to know what the distribution of that size is. You want to know, did I get a valve that was near the limit of a spec on one side or the other? And then, you know, you, you examine those parts. Okay. You tear them apart. You run into, we send them to aerospace labs to get uh, metal analyzed, try to understand, is there a hard facing, you know, where's the weld? Is it chrome plated? You know, how thick is that chrome plate? And you spend a bunch of time. This is the time Bill was talking about when we sort of are, um, are doing our little kind of wizard stuff. We're, we're going to look at the parts with a fine tooth comb and understand not just what does this part look like, but how is this part made? I mean, there's a lot of what makes an aftermarket replacement part good. It's not that it looks just like the OEM part, but that it was made in a, in a same fashion, okay? Or, or better, okay? If you can get better, great. And that's where the, this third kind of, repository of knowledge is what our rebuilders know about these engines okay and they will come to us with stuff like hey this piston fails there was uh this time of when the industry went through i'll say a um rapid development changes in piston technology they went from aluminum pistons to what was known as a heat plug piston okay that had what looks sort of like a valve like in the top of an aluminum piston that's a steel part that the injector would shoot onto this heat plug um, and then they went to steel pistons. Okay. Now that heat plug piston is a, it's a transitionary technology. Okay. But it's horrible. Okay. It's just this big spot in a piston that can break. Okay. It's nothing but issues with the, these heat plug pistons. Nobody likes them. All right. So, you know, our builders tell us, Hey, these stupid things fail all the time. All right. So let's come up with a steel version of that part. Let's just replace it. Let's go to the next generation of technology. All right. So, you know, those from a development perspective, I mean, yes, we have a rigorous, you know, an eight phase of development process that looks very similar to an OE's phases of, you know, analyzing the parts and qualifying from an engineering perspective, finishing drawings, doing all that stuff. What's the secret sauce? Well, the secret sauce is the OEM specs, the OEM parts, and then what our partners and, and what we know about this engine, what we can get from tearing one apart. So Bill, we talked about the DD15 kit. Is there any new products that um, are coming that you'd like to talk about or any products you've released this year that you're especially excited about? You know, that's what we do at IPD. We innovate and we improve on what's out there. And so, gosh, there's a few of them. We've had a very, very busy year. Steel liner for an ISX. An ISX is a, OE has a cast iron liner and part of that liner hangs free in the block. And so when there's any sort of a failure, the cast iron liner shatters and that piston ends up going through the block. So you have what should be just an in-frame repair turns into a total repair and buying a new block. It's very, very expensive. So we came out with a chrome molly steel liner that is strong enough to contain any sort of failures that you might have and gives the operator time to turn off the engine. You can save the block and save you know thousands of dollars in repair without sacrificing performance. That's just one thing. Uh, you know, We've recently come out with cryo-treated head bolts. Uh, which greatly reduces the fatigue caused by thermocycling, which uh, it's, it's interesting that our engineer thought that thermocycling was riding a bike in the desert, but it's more than that because these engines get hot and cold and hot and cold. And by cryotreating, it keeps its strength and it's the highest strength forged steel bolt that you can buy. We even have new water pumps. A lot of water pumps are on the market today, cheap, inexpensive, but they half the time they, they come and they don't really work. So we have water pumps that are 100% tested, top quality products inside of it, and then also packaged in a way that guarantees it's going to arrive safely with no dings, 
uh, no dirt either. We've come up with some innovative packaging to keep out dirt. These are just some of them. We even launched a new brand called IPD Extra, where we partnered with uh, MaxiForce, a great company, and, and that uh, has a lot of smaller bore Caterpillar equipment engines, along with our bigger bore Caterpillar equipment engines. Now we have a range of uh, Caterpillar coverage for an engine, for a piece of equipment that might fix a pothole in front of your house, all the way up to a piece of equipment that's the size of your house. And so these are just some of the things that we do at IPD. It's always fun. It's always nice to bring some innovations to the marketplace and solve problems. Because when we solve problems, in the end, the end user or that fleet or that equipment owner saves money. You've been listening or watching the Heavy Duty Parts Report, and you got to see a little bit of the personality with the uh, gentleman here at IPD. Really great to have them on the show. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. If you'd like to learn more about IPD, go to ipdparts.com. Links are in the show notes. Vince, thanks for being on the show again. Appreciate it. Awesome. Jamie, it's good to be here again. And um, I'm sorry you had to listen to Bill. Uh, he kind of, you know, you can kind of drone on sometimes. Bill, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being an early supporter, being in episode 10. Links will be to that episode in the show notes of today. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. It's always a treat. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and I just like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile and <laughs> let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.